Well, happy Wednesday, everyone, and welcome to Quick 15. We are excited about 15 minutes of sharing the devotion and prayer with Pastor Scott, and I just want to say hello to everyone, and I hope you're having a wonderful Wednesday. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Taking it one day at a time, and I'm just yeah. overwhelmed. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Good How are you? Good evening, Pastor. Good evening. How are you? Good evening, Pastor. Doing fine. Doing fine. How are you all That's doing? That's wonderful. Doing great. Thank the Lord. Good evening, Pastor. Ernest Mobile. Good evening, good evening. Good evening, good evening. Pastor. Well, it is uh, 8.15, and um, we're going to go ahead and get started as far as uh, tonight's prayer call and devotional is concerned. I want to share with you something that all of us, or shall I say the majority of us, may be accustomed to. Um, and it's dealing with is dealing with stepping into new things. Isaiah 43, verse 18 and 19, the New King James Version reads like this: Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Like many of you that are on this call, uh, Cheris is 13 years old, so probably about 11 and a half years ago, uh, we had the wonderful opportunity to watch Cheris take her first step. And I can remember as her mother, Pierre, would stick out her hand and Cheris would grab her fingers that steadied her. And then Pierre would start trying to lead her as she would kick out her right leg and then kick out her left leg, moving ever so slowly, one after the other as Pierre's hands or fingers, should I say, were pulling her along until Pierre released her and she started walking and then she would fall. And we clapped with excitement and exuberance. Pierre would go back and say, grab her fingers, Cheris, and Cheris would grab her fingers and stand up and kick out her right leg and her left leg and make about five or six steps and Pierre would let her go and she would make about seven or eight steps and then she would fall and we would cheer. Eventually, Pierre stopped, uh, Cheris stopped falling and we were excited as she was really beginning to take what we call her first steps and waiting with outstretched arms before her to grab her and make sure that she would get back up and would feel safe. It was a joy watching her come into the knowledge of what it meant to walk. And, and can you imagine this, that for 
our daughter at that time, her life began to open up and expand in ways that she never would have imagined, but that we all hoped for, and yet at the same time had to make preparation for because once she used to crawl, now she was walking, and eventually she started running and jumping. I think all of us have experienced that, haven't we? That once we learn how to walk, we didn't go back to crawling. In fact, we do more. We run, we hop, we skip, we jump. But there are challenges in all of that. And we move forward without really understanding how God created and empowered us to do all of that. If life begins with the idea of progression, of moving forward, why do so many of us, and I'm talking about me, stand at the threshold of what God has told us to behold, and we're still holding on to the past. Have you and I forgotten how God in his faithfulness not only led us, but used each former thing to enable us to start a new journey? The verses I've shared with you this evening is to remind you how God empowered the children of Israel, how God led them through those tentative steps they took, how God brought them to the Red Sea and opened up the Red Sea and allowed for them to forge a new path toward freedom through those mighty waters. It was a faith-building exercise, and God wants us to remember those times. But Solomon, in his writings of Ecclesiastes 7 and 10, reminds us not to get stuck in the past and not to long to go back to the past. The new life of being a follower of Jesus Christ is to walk in the ways that God has empowered us, that God has prepared for us by God's grace and knowledge. That is, walking in Christ not as a child, but with childlike faith. Regarding wineskins, Jesus tells them that the old wine will not hold new wine. Furthermore, Jesus adds that after drinking the new wine, no one wishes for the old because he thinks the old is good enough. Jesus was referring to how grace cannot fit into the old forms of the law, but it can also apply to us in the here and now. How is the old good enough? How far can we move forward into a new understanding of life in Christ Jesus if we're still holding on to past ways and past things? St. Paul, on this evening, God is processing us to walk in something new, new works, new ministry, new living, new experiences, higher dimensions, greater grace, more depth of forgiveness. God is empowering and inspiring us to do something new, and yet we're still holding on to what used to be. I would dare say that we're going to be all that God would have for us to be. 
that God is in the process, regardless of where we are in our age and stage of life, of shifting us to experience something new, miraculous, marvelous, mind-blowing. Why? Because that's the kind of God that we serve. Remember the promises of God because the promises of God are not for your past. It is for your future. Walk in the great destiny that God has for you and understand that the Lord is with you. Amen. Thank you for that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. God be praised. Let's, let's, uh, we're getting ready to have prayer. Um, ask for your prayer concerns. I want us to uh, lift up the various families that are dealing with death, particularly the Whitener family, uh, the Robeson family, uh, Bird family. Um, there are other families that are dealing with loss and grief. We want to continue to lift up our pastor emeritus, Dr. Paul Drummond and his wife, Thomasina. I want us to pray for Howard University students that are here in the city of Charlotte. And we have been hosting them by feeding them lunch and dinner. And they have their meeting here at the church, 51 students. And we want to pray for success in their mission as well as traveling grace when they head back to uh, Washington, D.C. So if you have prayer concerns, would you share them at this time? God, our Father, 
Jesus, our brother, Holy Spirit, our guide, we come to you as only we know how. A hundred and forty something of us that's online that um, have come together for prayer. And we don't take this moment for granted. God, before we ask you for anything, we ask for your forgiveness. And we pray that you will just help us to grow and be better than we were on yesterday. God, forgive us of our sins, sins of thought, word, and deed, sins of commission and omission. And God, as we come before you right now, you've heard the various prayer concerns that have been called out. Somebody needs you, oh God, to be a healer, Jehovah Rapha. Somebody, God, needs you to be a provider, Jehovah Jireh. God, somebody needs you to make right what has been done wrong, Jehovah Sekinu. Somebody needs you to be present, O oh God, Jehovah Shama. God, somebody needs you to lead and guide them like a shepherd leads sheep, Jehovah Rohi. And then, God, somebody needs a miracle. They need you to be God in a supernatural way. Jehovah Elohim. So, God, we come to you right now because we realize that after all is said and done, you're the one that can take care of our needs. You've heard the various concerns that have been brought before you, and you are so much God that in spite of all the concerns that were shared at the same time, you know how to answer each one of our prayers in an individual way. So God, would you move as only you can? Touch as only you can. Heal as only you can. Deliver as only you can. Provide as only you can. Sustain as only you can. Love as only you can. Forgive as only you can. Grace us as only you can, oh God. We pray right now that those who are experiencing loss and bereavement that you will give comfort. Remind them they're not going through their ordeal by themselves. And God, empower us as your church, as your people, to convey your compassion and your mercy. Now, God, as we get ready to close out this call tonight, help us to walk in new things, exciting things, things that we never could have imagined, but you've already had on your mind before the foundations of the world were laid. God, help us to bask in newness, just like our babies that started walking, and they will fall down and get back up and fall down and get back up until they were able to walk on their own. Never went back to crawling, but started walking and hopping and skipping and running and jumping. Help us to relinquish those things that do not have value from our past so we can walk in the new things that you have for us. Help us not to put new wine in old wineskins, but help us to realize that you have created and you are creating new realities even right now. And perhaps 
as we navigate this COVID era. That's what you're doing with the church. So, Lord, we avail ourselves to what you're doing. Show yourself strong and mighty. You've purged us. Now, oh God, help us to blossom and to grow. It's in your son Jesus' name we pray, and in his name we claim it done, and we say we love you. Amen. Thank you. God bless everyone. Good night.